Here's a Lotus Skin Anderson's podcast, and it's the 5th of February 2023. The time is 11.03, and it is Sunday. Now today, as you probably can see from the title, this is uh, podcast number 600, and uh, the next one I'm going to do in Danish is number 1000. So when you consider the number of podcasts that I've made, well, is it any good or has it benefited me in any way or has it benefited any other person that I've met in any way I hope so of course uh, but I can only speculate what I can say is that I think that it has uh, changed me uh, as a person to become a better person Uh, what I mean by that is when you know that there's a microphone in front of you and a camera you tend to think before you speak or think very carefully about the words you use. So, of course, uh, I'm not saying that I am perfect. None of us are. Uh, But as you have probably uh, learned that uh, I do like uh, the Bible. I like what it tells us. I'm not saying that it is perfect, the Bible, but it tells us a story about people worshipping Jehovah God and the way he wanted to be worshipped. And that is, uh, I believe, the main problem of many people today is they think that uh, they know how to live their life as best as they can um, and they stumble and fall, but uh, they get up anyway, of course, we all do, uh, or we try to do so, but having a guidance in uh, someone's life perhaps for many people are not uh, even considered. But I think that is um, missing the boat, so to speak, uh, because a lot of people have benefited from the Bible. I'm not saying that you have to join a religious group uh, you probably heard I have also been one of Jehovah's Witnesses for many years, uh, 10 years, but I'm not anymore. Uh, because I, I thought that the, yeah, the, the organization went in the wrong direction. And of course, I have also explained this many, many podcasts ago, uh, why I think that. Um, but that does not mean that the Bible is wrong or the Bible does not have anything beneficial to say. It talks about a high moral standard, of course, uh, that we should be trustworthy, that we should be uh, speaking the truth, of course, that we should be a person of integrity, of someone you can believe and trust. Now, in this world, that can be difficult, of course, because it is not or many people think that it is not uh, beneficial for people to have a high moral standard. Moral standard is not only a sexual moral standard. Uh, Sex within marriage or sex outside of marriage is, of course, uh, frowned upon in the Bible. Um, so, So the only, you could say, the only way that Jehovah God is authorizing a person to worship him or her, uh, sorry, that person to worship Jehovah God, 
is, of course, uh, if that person is married to the person that he or she has sex with. And, of course, it's only uh, between a man and a woman. So there is some standard in the Bible that a lot of people think that it is old-fashioned, of course, that it does not really relate to them, that society is so free now that anything basically goes. When I heard a story was that uh, these uh, sex changes that uh, even occur in uh, in school or in uh, preschool or in young children, um, and also the pronouns and also, you know, the rest of that uh, garbage trash can, I'm not going to open that, of course. But um, but when a society declines, when they refuse to set a standard for themselves, they also refuse to set a standard for others. So anything is really allowed in society. Of course, not murder, but uh, you get my drift. Anything illegal is not, of course. But, um, but society's moral standard has gone down, as you probably could uh, tell from uh, <laughs> internet consumption today, that uh, what we consume is uh, basically what I've been explaining many times, garbage. And it should also be garbage because the screen that we are watching is basically from the Revelation. It is the image of the beast, of course. Uh, and it, um, it tricks or fools every person on the entire planet it also says that in Revelation. Uh, and it also makes it so that you cannot buy or sell if you do not have this mark on your forehead or on your hand. This is, of course, the cell phone. Um, the mark on the forehead is, of course, the light coming from the screen hitting your forehead. So you have to realize that uh, the Bible is accurate uh, about the end of times, of course. That does not mean because uh, <laughs> that we should be um, scared or afraid or, or think anything of Armageddon, but we th- should reconsider our life because it's a short one. Uh, 80, 90 years old, maybe 100 if we are lucky or unlucky. <laughs> uh, depends on how you feel when you are 100 years old. Um, because if you are lying in bed all day, what's the point? So the book of uh, Revelation talks about a resurrection of the dead, both the unrighteous and the righteous ones. So when we die, what sin is paying, or what we pay without death, is the sin, of course. So once we die, we have paid up, paid our debt, so to speak. And it is through the blood of Jesus Christ and the resurrected Jesus Christ that we get a part in the resurrection, of course. So when we pray to Jehovah God uh, and close our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, so we recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all that Jehovah God has made. It's very important for, for us to realize just how great a sacrifice it is. And I have tried to explain this many times. That's why I have uh, started reading the Bible out loud from the English and the Danish uh, podcast. So let's uh, recap this uh, 600 
og så podcasten, the English version. Uh, there has been a lot of uh, hiccups, so to speak. Of course, with the 600, and probably that's about 800 hours or something like that. Uh, there's bound to be some slip of course, when I've been talking so many hours. Uh, but in whole or in total, I think that you will agree that I try to express express myself as clearly as I could, um, and I also try to change my perspective uh, of the world uh, according to uh, the book of God, of course. Why? Well, because when you read the Bible, you tend to realize that it's not just one book. It is actually, I believe, 66 books, uh, but it is spread out 3,500 years or something like that, extreme uh, number. Oh, it's written 3,500 years ago, and it's uh, 2,000 years uh, apart, of course, from the first book to the, to the last one. So, so you realize that uh, in all that uh, time, when the Bible was written, uh, they constantly um, worshipped Jehovah God. They put his name in the Bible, the tetragram, the four letters that reads Jehovah or Yahweh, and that was his name. Of course, you also may remember the Ten Commandments. The first one uh, is that you should regard Jehovah God's name in a high standard. You should not use Jehovah God's name to something that is not uh, beneficial for human beings uh, on this planet. So I have tried to do that as good as my abilities, of course. So the problem becomes, when I try to explain this in my podcast, I seem to run out of words or what you could call, I seem to... Um, try to have a difficult time explaining um, why I know Jehovah God exists and, of course, why I know that He is the creator of the universe. I try to explain it like I usually do by telling you that every person, all eight billion people on this planet, we are basically come from the same place. We, we come from an egg and a sperm cell, which also comes from an egg and a sperm cell, which also comes from an egg and a sperm cell, and so forth and so on. That means that we come from something that you could place in the head of a top of a needle, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our father and mother, but you could also place that in the head of a top of a needle, that's our grandmother and grandfather. So basically, when I really think very carefully about that, I tend to conclude that there has to be an intelligent creator behind it all, and his name is Jehovah God, of course. And he, as you probably tell when you read the Bible or listen to me reading the Bible or any other person reading the Bible, you come to the conclusion that, uh, well, the worshiping of Jehovah God has changed from the first <laughs> book in the Bible uh, to Revelation, of course. And that is true. Uh, Christians of uh, David's time, you could call them not Christians because it's Christ, but um, it was a entirely different uh, scenario back then. 
meaning that um, he, Jehovah God, authorized his people to uh, basically wipe out uh, any uh, tribe that they came across, even children and everything, even livestock. So you might wonder, is that not a cruel God? Well, you have to take into consideration that uh, the persons uh, who are not worshiping Jehovah God was worshiping his opponent, Satan and his demons. And Satan and his demons, of course, go under many names, Moloch and uh, Baal and all the rest of it. Uh, it basically tells us in the Bible that they made their sons and daughters walk through fire or they basically burned them as a sacrifice to the fires, uh, to the demon gods or to Satan and his demons. Uh, so you have to take into consideration the evil state of society or evil state of these tribes that the Israelites were uh, conquering or, or, or trying to conquer. Um, and of course, when they... <laughs> um, when they were not successful in conquering them, it was always their own fault. They refused to worship Jehovah God in a way that Jehovah God would approve. And they knew this. They were stubborn people, the Israelites, so they basically went there out of their way to disobey Jehovah God, and they had to take these serious punishment from Jehovah God, of course. So, we have to realize that there is a blessing and a curse. We are not under the Mosaic law, luckily, today. Uh, we are under the God of Christ. The, the law of Christ, of course, love Jehovah God with the whole soul, heart, and power, and your neighbor as yourself. But in those words, there lies a deeper meaning. That means that we have to take any negative emotion that we have and take it out of our heart and remove it from ourselves or remove the eye from ourselves or remove the pillar of our own eye so we can see the splinter in someone else's eye. So we have to... It's basically... What it comes down to is, uh, in order for you to worship Jehovah God in the right way, you have to point your finger inwards and say to yourself, is my standard really, or is the way I live, or the way I think, um, something that Jehovah God approves of? Because time and time again in the Bible, you could clearly, clearly see that the Israelites, thought that they worshipped Jehovah God, but instead they worshipped a gold calf or something else that Jehovah God did not want them to worship. Uh, so, translated today, are we worshipping something that is not beneficial for us? Are we basically, of course, putting our attention away from Jehovah God onto uh, other gods? It might be idols, uh, it might be the television, as I'm explaining, it might be uh, the smartphone, that we are paying attention to our own greed and our own needs and disregarding the need that we have to worship, the need that we have to 
put something that is bigger than ourselves uh, in front of us and look at it uh, or look at the spirit of Jehovah God and see just how can we uh, become friends with Jehovah God. Of course, it's not easy. I'm not going to say it's easy. But what I'm going to tell you is that it's going to benefit you. And it's also going to benefit me, because if you change your personality to become a better person, a more loving and caring and kind person, a more thoughtful person, it benefits me also. Uh, and vice versa, of course. If I change the way I am as a human being to becoming a more loving, caring and kind person, a person who considers other people's uh, well-being, so to speak, well then, I am basically doing what Jehovah God wants every person to do on this planet. He wants to be worshipped, but he also wants us to show that we worship him in the way we act according to other human, be human beings or according to um, how we interact with each other. Are we going to be upset if a person has a difference of opinion than we have? That is, that could be silly, of course, to think like that, but I know that we should be very careful about boosting ourselves, thinking that we are better than others, uh, thinking that we are greater than others, uh, thinking that we should uh, get ahead in, 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 in life uh, regardless of others using our elbows, so to speak. Because Jehovah God does not like that. He, he likes a person who is humble, who shows um, not only hospitality, but also humility in a way that he can bless. So you could say, or I could say, that we are basically radios walking around this planet. Or not radios, but we are, um, we are MP3 players uh, walking around this planet, and we can receive different kinds of signals, different kinds of radio stations. But we have to purify our signals in a such a way if we want to receive a signal from Jehovah God or the Bible. And it it can be a bit of a, a, a trick to do that because we, we tend to be drawn to what is wrong in society, or in not in society, but what Jehovah God regards as wrong. And of course, when we read the Bible, you can easily come into a mindset of right and wrong. That is good at the beginning, of course, but you have to be willing to look behind it all. Look, what is the consequences of me going to a prostitute? Many people will say, there's no consequences, Kenneth. You can just go ahead and do that. But I know that the Bible and Jehovah God is not going to bless me if I act like that. So my actions is very important to Jehovah God that he can see that he is a person who wants to worship me. He is a person who wants to stay clean from the world. He does not want to defile him or herself uh, with another person. That's one thing, of course, 
stealing is another, lying is another. Uh, deceiving people is a third. You might tell the truth but hold something back from the truth so you know that that person thinks a certain way so that person will act a certain way to benefit you for example that is a wrong way of thinking but a lot of people think like that and it comes basically down also to uh, money and greed money and greed is also something that is frowned upon uh, in the bible uh, having a lot of money is of itself not wrong, uh, not how you spend it, but what it does to you as a person, how it affects you, that has a great deal to do with your relationship with Jehovah God. So you can say that when we, when we spend money uh, and when we receive money, how do we feel? Do we feel a sense, sense, sensation of warmth inside uh, when we receive money and was a sense of regret when we have to pay money? Uh, so is our emotions attached to uh, the money system? Because that is also very wrong. Of course, you have to think very carefully about how you spend your money so you do not end up uh, poor and out on the streets. But you have to put money in its right place. It is a means to an end. It has meaning. And that meaning is that you can buy food and you can get a shelter and maybe a car. But also... The Bible also says that he or she does, that does not want to work, uh, let him not eat. So basically, the Bible clearly states that if you do not want to work for your money, then you do not deserve anything good from Jehovah God. <laughs> so, so it's the mindset, of course. I'm not saying that if you cannot get a job, but if you are refusing to get a job, you have to take into consideration the bad consequences of not having a job mainly not money enough to buy food and shelter and the rest of it. So, so the basic necessities that we need, Jehovah God will provide for us if we take the right amount of action, of course, not sit on our bad side and just say to ourselves, well, there's a lion lying on the street. Uh, I'm going to be eaten, so I may, might not just stay at home instead. So that's a quote from the Bible, of course, uh, from from uh, from the Proverbs. So you have to realize that a mindset can become distorted from the world that we live in. Of course, it shouldn't surprise us. Every other person in the Bible has been put through the same test as, as we have today or we are going to, to uh, get today. So how we deal with these tests is entirely up to us. That's why when people say, well, how does or why does Jehovah God allow all this evil in the world? Well, basically, he allows person to have a choice of them their own. They can worship him or they can worship Satan and his demons. There's no in-between really. So if you go out into the tribes of the Amazons and uh, they have their rituals, uh, they have their way of worshipping, 
Well, basically, they are worshipping Satan and his demons. Because they are not worshipping Jehovah God, they are not using his name, they are not calling out for him, they are not basically having this high moral standard. And it might be attractive to us, seeing that this person has lived here for many, many thousands of years out in the jungle, and it seems to work, basically. They live and die out there, and they seem to have a basic uh, happy life. And that is the trick, of course. The trick is that we might get so comfortable in our life that we, re- re- we do not remember or we forget Jehovah God. We forget the Bible. We forget that we are human beings that are most easily led astray. You may remember the Israelites again. They were led astray many, many many, many times. So so we have in our hearts a desire to do wrong. And this is also why it's very important not to follow your heart, but you have to have a guidance in your life. That's why I believe that the Bible is the perfect uh, recipe for a person to evolve into a person that Jehovah God approves of. That's the only way, of course, because he has inspired the Bible in such a way that when you read it out loud and when you reconsider it or think very carefully about it or listen to it on a regular basis, then you come to the conclusion that you have to change or I have to change my personality in order for it to match a person that Jehovah God approves of. So, this is number 600, and of course, now I'm going to make a number 1000 in the Danish uh, version. And of course, I could go on and on. This is close to a half an hour. Many of my podcasts was two or three hours long. That's a bit too long. So, maybe I should just close this uh, and say, well, if you want to worship Jehovah God, you need to close your eyes and pray to him in the name of Jesus Christ. And of course, I have to give a warning about it. Also, you are going to be visited in your sleep by Satan and his demons, of course. That is obvious. So, you are going to experience some bad things when you uh, start worshipping Jehovah God. But if you keep on or are persistent, then I will guarantee you that Satan and his demons are going to leave you eventually. Um, Because they do not like the word Jehovah God, they do not like what the name stands for. Because they know that their time is soon up and they are going to eternal destruction. Uh, not like us, us humans, we get a second chance. Uh, when Jehovah God interferes into condition on this planet in Armageddon, he's going to remove um, Satan and his demons. They're going to be locked up for a thousand years. Yes, and we are back again. Sorry about that. The camera just <laughs> cut off. Um but what we were talking about was what's going to happen when Jehovah God uh, interferes in this condition on this planet. That when he are going to 
he is going to remove uh, Satan and his demons and lock them up for a thousand years, and then we're going to have a worshiping of Jehovah God purely for a thousand years. That is what the resurrection is all about. So when you die, you get a resurrection. Every person on the planet uh, does this from uh, early years, (laughs) from Adam and Eve to to the last person before Armageddon. So you do not have to worry so much about uh, dying. What you have to consider is... Well, when you read the Bible, there is a certain standard that Jehovah God wants us to have. And I might conclude, as I have done, that it's best for me to have this standard today and live by this standard today rather than wait until I die and get a resurrection to start working on myself. So best do it today. Best have your mind in such a way that Jehovah God can approve you uh, also in this life, not only in this life, but also the next. So what can we conclude? Well, we cannot really conclude anything because you have just babbled on for uh, half an hour or so. Uh, <laughs> so can we can we address the things that is most important to us uh, as human beings, love and kindness, uh, being there for others. Well, well, being there for others means that, of course, I don't have really to explain it to you because you know what it means, but if a person needs your help, you are going to be there for them. But it also means that you are going to be there for them also when they do not need your help just to be a friend, uh, to be a person that you can uh, not only trust, but you also can show love and kindness towards, and vice versa, of course. So showing love and kindness is something that uh, we have to work on. Many people say, well, I show love and kindness all the time. So why should I consider it or think about it? Well, you could say, well, I would say that you have to analyze your day and say to yourself, what do I spend time on? What do I consume through my eyes and ears? And what most people consume through their eyes and ears is uh, violent, uh, is um, deceptive, is um, um, fornication or sex outside of marriage, uh, the sexual revolution, um, homosexuality, everything that is not authorized in the Bible. Many people have taken this as their standard, so to speak. And if a person like me comes along and says, I have a different standard, well, then people get upset, of course. Why? Well, because they want every person to have the same standard as they have. And I can say that for my only personal (laughs) belief, I do not want every person to have the same standard as I have. Um, 
of course, it is in my interest to have a person worship Jehovah God uh, in the same way that I worship him uh, through reading the Bible and trying as good as I can to live as close to what I think Jehovah God wants me to do as humanly possible. But I'm not going to force anyone to do the same. I'm not going to say that you should live your life a certain way. I'm saying that I live my life a certain way and I have benefited from it. I can feel that it has benefited me. Um, these podcasts has benefited me in such a way that I can say that I'm not out of the matrix, but I am close to out of the matrix. Uh, but it only comes when you persist, when you keep on reading the Bible, or as I also do when I'm working, listening to the Bible, I'm also listening to Carl uh, Pilkinson, so I do not know that. <laughs> That's a good thing or a bad thing. I would much prefer it if they got that podcast back up and running. But that's a different story, because that is just entertainment, so to speak. But uh, in all seriousness, we have to be very careful about uh, what we put through our eyes and ears. As I explained earlier, with uh, violence and deceptfulness and uh, what mu movies uh, are portraying people, it is basically the bad human emotions of humans that is being portrayed in movies, um, in cinemas. It is always violence or sex that sells. And of course, violence and sex, what sells today, also sold back then. There was a lot of Israelites who went astray. It says that, I believe it was morbidic women who came into the camp and seduced a lot of the Israelites and had sex with them. And I believe it was, I cannot be quoted on this, but I believe it was about uh, 70,000 people of the Israelite died. Jehovah God struck them dead because they had been instructed not to have sex outside of marriage, outside of worshipping of Jehovah God. So the women and the men needed to worship Jehovah God, and they needed, of course, I'm not saying that the marriage back then was the same as it is today, because it was allowed for a person or a man to have multiple wives, but it was not... Um, it was not, uh, what you call it, um, it was frowned upon, not frowned upon, but it was not beneficial, as you might have heard about, uh, what is, was it Sarah and Rahab? I believe that there was two women who had the same man, and the one was jealous of the other, uh, but he, I believe it was, was it Abraham, who, um, who favored one over the other, and Jehovah God, made a twist on it so the person that he did not like or was not so fond of, she got pregnant and the other was barren, so there was a bit of a twist there. So you have to realize that when the Bible talks about marriage that um, between 
uh, wives, or sorry, between a man and many wives, it is not something uh, that is uh, allowed today because it comes with a lot of baggage. It comes with a lot of problems. So, so we have to realize that worshiping Jehovah God today is not the same as uh, it was in the early years of the Bible, in the early pages of the Bible. But it's very important for us to understand the mindset of Jehovah God back then um, because he wanted people to change in a way that could leave them in a perfect relationship with Jehovah God. And that is why he gave us Jesus Christ, of course, because he set a perfect example to us to follow in his footsteps. It's not easy to follow in his footsteps uh, because that means that I have to go outside and uh, talk about uh, my belief system or my belief. And I have not done that for, for many years now. So, um, so that's a, a point where Maybe it's difficult for me because, well, what I'm going to say to a person who I'm going to talk to, that I'm not one of Jehovah's Witnesses. So basically, if I want to go back to Jehovah's Witnesses, I'm going to do that, but it is not in the cards uh, in the near future because I do not believe that this is the organization that Jehovah God approves of. So there's no reason for me to go back to an organization that basically is being led astray or being leading people astray. That's why I'm making this podcast, not for people to you know, be warned by it, because if you want to become a Jehovah's Witnesses, you can just do that. It's very easy. You just phone them up and you start a Bible study and before you know it, you're going to become a baptized Jehovah's Witness and you're going to um, learn for yourself if what I'm telling or have told in the previous podcast is true or not. Because I could be wrong. I could be wrong. That's uh, entirely into the cards because we are 8 billion people on this planet and we are, every one of us, trying to figure it out, trying to figure out the purpose of this life. Why do we live to become 80, uh, to have loved ones, to, to, to only lose them or to lose ourselves in death? What's the point, really? Well, a lot of people will say uh, when they are Christian that it is a test. It is um, testing us to see which direction are we going to allow to have in our life uh, what standard are we going to have in our life? And basically, if we have the right standards, uh, we can, in fact, be saved, so to speak. But that is not a humble approach to it. You remember that there was uh, a story in the Bible about uh, two persons uh, going to the temple and worshipping Jehovah God, one told uh, Jehovah God, I'm glad that I'm not like uh, any other person, especially the ones, uh, the one besides me uh, who is uh, poor, um, or 
basically he he allowed himself to allow a bad habit to enter into his mind, and that is to refuse to be humble. The other person, he did not really want to raise his head. He felt um, like a sinner. He felt like um, a person that was not approved by Jehovah God. But the other person, well, he was full of himself, so to speak. So let's not become full of ourselves and believing and trusting in ourselves so much so that we forget Jehovah God, that we forget that we need to show humility. Jesus Christ also uh, made an example uh, when the disciples were discussing which one of them were the greatest. So Jesus Christ took a little child, put him in the middle of the circle and said, if you do not become like this little child, you're not going to enter into the kingdom of the heavens. Meaning that if you do not humble yourself as a little child, um, if you do not reverse yourself, so to speak, uh, in your mindset, you're not going to receive Holy Spirit from Jehovah God. He's going to not allow you to receive it. So we have to realize that when we worship Jehovah God, it's extremely important that we, as close to our abilities, um, when we see something that we disagree with in the Bible, we need to change our mind. It's not the Bible that needs to change his mind or Jehovah God that needs to change his mind. It is us that needs to change our mind, our personality, so that we can be approved by Jehovah God. So, now we have reached the 45 minutes mark. And of course, I could go on and on again, and I'm probably going to do that many, many times in the, in the future. Uh, but let's just uh, leave it at this and, and conclude that, of course, I cannot prove to you that Jehovah God exists. I can try to do it as good as I can to best of my abilities, but it is entirely up to you. I cannot worship Jehovah God for you, and you cannot worship Jehovah God for me. We need to do it individually. We need to be aware of the power that lies in the word Jehovah God, in the name Jehovah God, and we need to close our eyes and pray to Jehovah God in the name of Jesus Christ so we recognize the greatest sacrifice of them all, uh, because Jehovah God resurrected Jesus Christ and he is now in heaven uh, as ruler, as king in heaven. And this is, um, I believe we are going to, when we die and get a resurrection, we're going to stand before the heavenly throne, before Jehovah God and his angels and Jesus Christ that sits on the throne of Jehovah God. So what are we going to say? Have we lived our life according to Jehovah God? Have we tried as good as we can uh, to be Christ-like, be a person that is so close to imitating uh, Jehovah God in his love and affection and kindness towards human beings 
that we also can show the same love and kindness towards each other. That is the point of it all. So I hope my podcast was helpful for you. I hope you love each other and are kind to one another. This is Kenneth Anderson signing off. It's the 5th of February 2023. The time is 11.55 and it is Sunday. Bye.